Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can we support a fourth professional team in the city of Cleveland? And can they support a fourth bar on Exchange Street in Akron? It's the Emerging Podcast Scene, presented by Extend Technologies. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. <laughs> We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Could we, could we support a fourth team here? Probably not, but go ahead. <laughs> well, the, the reason I asked, and I, I brought this up to you yesterday, and then I go, you know, let's just do this on the, let's just do this on the podcast. Um... The WNBA says they're expanding Mm -hmm. uh, to the Bay Area. And I know we've had a WNBA team here before in the Cleveland Rockers, and it didn't work out, right? Well, I'm sure that'll be germane to this discussion as well. But I've wondered, I go, you know, I know we tried, we tried hockey. We, I mean, we tried NHL hockey, but we really didn't try NHL hockey. It was one year, right? Yeah, it was, and it was like a mix of two different it was teams. The 70s, yeah. Yeah, and what and really what the shame of it was I would love to know the story behind that. I'm not a historian on this at all. It, but how that happens that you only get one year. Were there any other teams that only got one year during that stretch well, and they, they were, were willing a to try and team, right? I think you, it was the Seals or something you know who and somebody might, else that kind of Who's a who's a big hockey fan that would have been here during that time? I was going to say Danny Coughlin would know. I, that but, was the first name I thought. I go, gosh, I wish Les was still with us. I bet he could he tell us know. exactly oh, yeah. how it all went down. Yeah. Um, Think about how crazy that is, how excited you would be about an expansion team of any kind Gordon right now. Gordon Gund owned the team, right? You want me to ask Danny tomorrow? He'll tell yeah, me. Yeah, I would love to know. I'd love to know the story behind that. Um, but you were talking about— No, the, the, I thought it was—it uh, might have been—not uh, gunned. It might have been—because um, this was the 70s, man. This right. might have been um, uh, Maletti. Nick Maletti, right? Because he owned the he owned mm-hmm. the Cavs and the uh, and the Indians. Yeah, they were Cleveland Barons, seventy six to seventy eight. They relocated from the California Golden Seals that had played in Oakland since sixty six. And then where'd they go? <laughs> they went back out there, to San Jose, right? Yeah, you know, aren't they the Sharks? Um, oh, okay. So they merged with the Minnesota North Stars. Oh, and did they just go up to Minnesota? Yeah, I believe it. Was there you go. By the way, didn't Gund own? A, an NHL hockey team while he owned the Cavs? Didn't the Gunn brothers? I have the, no idea. Uh, Sharks, I thought. San Jose? Is that why I got it mixed up? Maybe. 
That might be it. Wow. They did. They definitely own the I watched this guy on YouTube called The Hockey Guy. I mean, his breakdowns are great. And I'm like, man, I don't, I'm not, I'm barely, I'm not in yeah. an NHL market. I don't get to see a lot of games. I think your breakdowns are excellent. So it was Melvin Swig bought the Seals. Minority owner was Gordon Gunn. He persuaded them to move to Cleveland. Okay, so you were right. Excellent. Wow. Well okay. done, Owen. Uh, AHL Barons owner Nick Maletti moved the team, moved that team to Florida. In fa- oh, so it was after the original Barons left. It sounds like okay. slap shot. So you mentioned that was a wild time in sports, though, in those seventies where people were just well. You know, leagues were trying to get foothold on being the national brand. And, and it seems, it, it kind of seems salaries like. Salaries were reasonable. Yeah, but it seems like that type of thing. And I've, I've tried to do some reading about it, and I, it was a long time ago. It feels like that kind of killed, like, hockey in the city. Because I remember, like, the Barons, like, you see pictures of the old Cleveland Arena. And that was like a 10,000-seat arena, right. I think. Yeah. And that place was packed to the ass yeah. Yeah. with fans for hockey games. I mean, packed. Yeah, that, and obviously Arena League Soccer, or whatever you call it, Indoor Soccer, Yeah, Indoor Soccer, That was packed. But, like, for 40 years, like, they had, apparently they had very good attendance for the the Barons. Again, I'm sure there's historians there who might be able to prove me right or wrong on that, Uh, but from what I saw, the photos, I bet John Skirtick could tell us. Yeah. From the library. Skirts. I bet he could tell us. Um, Skirts. Never heard him called that, but okay. Um, By the way, Pete Davidson will be on SNL this weekend. But he, uh... I bet he could tell us whether or not it was really well attended. Pete Davidson, what would he know? Um, Kenny, you mentioned no. in a text that the That's WNBA right. is looking for expansion. Yes. And well, they're, they're, I think it not looking. I think they're just expanding they are the Bay expanding. Area. How yeah. many teams are there? I don't even know how many. Enough to know better. I mean, there aren't like I've, thirty I've, teams, are there? Are there? I have no clue. Um, obviously, the story forever was that the NBA and their CBA they subsidized all of of women's basketball mm-hmm. because it was really important correct me if i'm wrong again this is a this You're is wrong this is a new podcast correct me if i'm wrong where we talk out of our ass and hope you correct There's us if that's wrong. exactly how we did the old correct me if i'm wrong probably that's how we did the old podcast. but if you could correct me if i'm wrong david stern the former commissioner of the nba of rest it, it in went peace. down the wrong pipe on a bottle of dasani that's how he died? No, oh. God, no, no, Pete no. Davidson made him. No, did you ever see the video of, of him? And he, a little bit of water went down the wrong pipe, and he's coughing. Yes. yes. Damn. So he really championed uh, women's basketball, <laughs> there are women's currently women's twelve sports. teams. There are twelve teams. Okay, so there's, there's there's room for expansion. I didn't know it was that low. Um, so the the, the <clears> NBA <throat> had room. to subsidize women's basketball. They papered the room. Nobody paid for tickets. It was a way over the summer, right, that they would they would get a lot of young women, you know, middle school, whatever girls, because they thought they could grow the sport. And there was there was some interest. Now bet, on TV, it would get no ratings. Yeah. It got nothing on TV. But I bet that you remember, like you couldn't you couldn't do this now. Obviously, ESPN used to have commercials, and it would show like I. I guarantee it. You might be able to find it in some corner of the internet. I bet. I, I know you're big on Reddit. It's probably in there. They used to run commercials for ESPN with like two like middle aged guys playing basketball <laughs> on a driveway, and it would say they're better than you. Yeah. And you cannot do that promo in the no. 2020s anymore. Like you cannot do and that. No. But that's how they used to promote basketball, women's basketball. Then now Brianna and, Stewart would kick my ass. 
Well, they would, would all kick your kick ass. My ass. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and the game, the game is totally different. Like people have no yeah. idea. Yes, like the Cheryl Swoops, they were always good. Cheryl Miller before that, she never yeah. got a chance playing WNBA. There have been these phenomenal women's basketball players over the years. But now, I, guys, I don't know. This might come off as condescending. I don't know any other way to describe it. The advances in women's basketball have leaped no, all the other sports because not. they were coming from dead last. They There were so few athletic women that were raised on basketball what? that now, over the last 20 years, because of the WNBA and because of UConn basketball, Tennessee basketball, Stanford basketball, uh, Rutgers, you know, the list goes on. Now the the women coming up are so much better. Like they yes. they couldn't dribble, but they were still twenty years, thirty but years. I think ago. That's the natural. nationally in high school in the early nineties, they were still playing six on six. You know, half three, court, half court. Even, you know, ten but, years before that, it was half, you couldn't cross half court. But I don't think that's a I don't think that's, well, that's a nasty yeah, thing to say. I think it's on only three. natural. It's a reality. I mean, you look at the way basketball was played with men in the nineteen fifties mm-hmm. compared right. to the way it is now. Foot, the game of football, baseball, like obviously the physi- the. F- the physicality of the players mm-hmm. has changed, but, but the, the game, game is kind of still the same in a lot of ways. Yeah. But that's that's kind of what makes yeah. baseball baseball. Women's basketball but, is like UFC. How the UFC? How if you go back thirty yeah. years, here's how we were UFC. Yes. Here's how we were doing MMA. But you now it's there. You as a wrestler versus sumo guy versus a boxer versus a, a one armed boxer. Now you know they're all mixed martial artists. That's basketball now. Like everybody can dribble. Everybody can shoot, yeah. and way better than they used to. Well, it's a, it's a very. I think it's a good product now. What, oh my god, um, it's so much better. And it's a, it, it, yeah, I think it's a very good product. And you know who some of the players are, and now you, now you're getting some of the rivalries there. And women's college basketball is exploding now because I, you know, you got some of the top four or five players it's because of Instagram in women's college play, <laughs> women's college basketball. Well, I mean, they also, they are stars and they're recognizable people. So now you have that, and I think that people are responding to that. And you know, when you when you have somebody, you know, like like Angel Reese, that people are hot and cold on, and then you have another person mm. like you know Caitlin Clark, who people are hot and cold on, and and then we had the arguments that we had during the during the women's. Uh, national championship. I, I think that that makes it more interesting, and I think people want to see that maybe at the next level. Like, could they be? Could they be the women's basketball version of Magic and Bird? Could they yeah. be that at some point? And so, so the, I think it could be a, a rivalry that could be really cool for women's basketball. So, and it's kind of like you feel like you kind of want to, even though it's been around for a while. Do you want to get in on the ground floor? I know for years. Soccer, lacrosse, fastest growing sports. Oh my God, when these sports. Okay, well, soccer has grown tremendously. Yeah. But it is where it is. It is where it is. There, there, you know, are, um, what, what's, what's the league that Messi's in? And, you know, the, the Columbus Liga. crew. The Columbus crew, MLS. MLS oh. has huge crowds. They Bundesliga. Have their, they have their TV ratings. They are what they are. The sport is where it is, which is tremendously more popular than it used to be. But it's never going to threaten, you know, any of the other sports. It is where it is. Lacrosse, you know, lacrosse, I was told, you know, I lived in Syracuse twice. So maybe that was part of the bubble I was in. But fastest growing sport. Everybody's loving lacrosse. One of these lacrosse. days. Lacrosse is, it has grown in high schools. Nobody's watching professional lacrosse. Small, they just aren't. Small jump in and jump out. One of these days we have to do a podcast on my fight for football. Yeah. Remember that sure. one. And it has to do with lacrosse. Go ahead. Sure. So. I'm telling you that this is going to sound like virtual si- virtue, virtue signaling, which, uh, you know me, Kenny, do I virtue signal? Do Constantly. You think, do you think I do it? 
Constantly. Well, maybe this will fit in with the theme then. Uh, it, it will sound like it. I'm telling you, and I remember I made this tweet probably five months ago or whatever, that if I'm betting on a sport or betting on a whatever, this will be more vague than that. If there's anything I'm betting to bring in real money and to be a real scalable growth model, it is women's sports in this country because it's women's basketball, us, but it's really women's basketball because of social media. Be, I'll credit Barstool of all things, Barstool and the, 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 the NIL stuff and the contracts that they did oh. and the blowing up of athletes. They blew up women's athletes. Say what you want about how you feel about Bart, not you, Kenny, but people out there that listen to us, how you feel about Barstool and what they, what, how they project women and how they, when it comes to women's basketball, like they supported it. And it is somewhere where I think there is money to be made because you'll see, you'll see there's money to be made. And that Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, all that was built Haley into Van that Liff. intrigue, absolutely, the, um, dude. What, these the girls twins, are massive. The Calendar twins. The, I thought it was Kevin. Cavinder. Cavinder. Yeah. Though, just the fact that you just named those, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> like they're the twins. There are so many more where that came from, and there is a real following, and people are knowing them, and the and the basketball is actually good. Like it is the next big growth <laughs> sector that is out there because you know football. How much more can football grow? Right. Mm-hmm. If there is a place to capitalize, you'll see. Yeah, people say pickleball and whatever. And yeah, there's been a lot of money that has that has been in, injected into that and invested into pickleball. I'm telling you, women's basketball is, I think, that growth sector but, that's been untapped. But like pickleball, pickleball to me is like another cornhole, and I don't mm-hmm. like taking that stuff very seriously. Women's basketball, I could take very seriously. You can be very competitive, and it could be a no holds bar winner take all. Were massive yes. of the Final Four last yes, year, which was. is in just Cleveland it, this year. When it comes to pickleball and those things, Bill Simmons was just on the Smartless podcast, and I was listening to that, and they were talking about. The difference between they said something about do you watch cornhole and he goes no that's a game these are games not sports there's a difference right women's basketball has become a pretty a big enough sport now that it's becoming an entertainment sport and it's also again the the natural evolution of athletes where I mean, let's be honest about society there's more opportunity in society right. where you know, you you have a woman like Cheryl Miller. Well, her father had to be obsessed with basketball, and yeah. she had to have a brother like Reggie who was obsessed with yeah. basketball, and so she became obsessed with basketball. But you know, it, I don't ha- actually. I don't have very many like I don't I don't have very many female cousins or anything like that. But I'm imagining if your dad wasn't a big basketball fan, it, it, maybe it just didn't happen that way, and there weren't. There wasn't a lot of opportunity then. Now there's opportunity where you can get people involved. Like maybe Izzy, I'm sure, is going to play basketball and probably be with the people that Lyman knows, probably a pretty good basketball player. I can imagine she will have the opportunity to be a good basketball player. Her mother's very athletic, and her father can certainly play basketball. So I'm I'm just well, yeah, imagining she's going to be a good a basketball player. There's a whole industry <clears throat> now for youth sports training that there was not Yes, then, right? yes. I uh, But with the women's team – I do this is this is another thing though. Is this the last bastion? You remember college football years ago. Guys would not go to the NFL because it was beneath them. They had played their college football. This was a league of rogues and they were going to go be doctors and and lawyers like Jay Burwanger. It was the carnival. 
Yeah, Jay Bergwanger, the first guy ever drafted, the first Heisman Trophy winner or whatever it was, decided not to play in the NFL <laughs> because he was like, no, I'm going to go. And I, I think he was a lawyer or something like that. I'm going to go make actual money. We're done here. And Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you, nobody would ever think of that now with the exception of like Myron Roll. And that's a that's a higher calling in a lot of ways, a lot or unless you were at a service Laurent academy. Duvernay Tardif. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Very well done. Is this the last bastion of of college basketball or college sports being a bigger thing than the professional? Because I can sit there and tell you about Tennessee and UConn, et cetera, et cetera, to LSU, to Oklahoma when they had mm-hmm. Kim Mulkey. The whole did this the whole thing. Right? They didn't have, did they have Kim? Who, no. who, where was Kim Mulkey from? Baylor. Was it, uh, she was Baylor. at Baylor. Baylor, thank and you. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the teams in the Big she 12. She played at Louisiana thank you. Tech. That's right. So I can tell you about some of those things. I can't name very many WNBA teams. And I think part of that, and, and this, is, this is odd, or this is going to be a difficult thing here, because Angel Reese is a star. These are stars. But I don't care about basketball in the middle of July. I'm right. done. I'm done. I'm in, I'm on to baseball and auto racing and golf and all those things. Like you know, I love football, but I like this is why I say about spring football. And like enjoying I the outside. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I guys, I love football. I love the sport. I need a break. I need. That's why I like spring yeah. football. Nope, done. Don't need it. I'm not interested in it. I'm not that big of a degenerate to go after it that way. So I don't care. Like I need a break. Boy, I'm ready for real baseball. Quick, as a quick in in and out, Kenny. We need we need something for our quick in and outs. 
the spring football, has there ever been something talked about more on local sports talk radio that has had less of an impact yeah. as spring football? I do think, though, so what spring football is trying to do, what spring football is trying to do is telling you that it's NFL football, and it's not, right? I, but then so, it's also not college, which right, people love right. also. So I will... exactly. As a person who doesn't spend a lot of time watching college now because of my family schedule, I will watch those those spring football games because I'm like, man, Super Bowl was great. I need more, right? And the first week I'll watch it by myself, and then I'll look on Twitter and everybody else is watching. I go, we're doing this as a community together, guys. We're all watching it. And then the second week I get on Twitter, and there's less people talking about it. I go, but come on, we're hardcore spring football guys. And they go, yeah, we got other stuff going on. And then by the third yeah, week I'm like, you know what? You were right. I'm out too. We're all out. I don't, we're I done. I didn't even give them that this year. I didn't I watch didn't this year. In years past, I have. Yeah. When, when they came up with that new kickoff rule, which would be an excellent kickoff rule for the NFL, I had to go find it. Like I'm right. like, I don't know what this is about. I remember talking about it, but I forgot. I'm not watching spring football, and I think maybe the same thing for women's basketball. Like, would you do better if the women got done playing their season in spring? I mean the women's college basketball, and then you go. You know what? You're not. You're done, and you're going to play during the same se- season as the NBA. Excuse me, I'm drinking a Red Bull here, um, sugar free. Would that be done better for for the WNBA well, to play in the same season? Don't you think they benefit from the college star? You know, there's usually two or three women's basketball players that have a great tournament run and push their way to the front of this sports eyesight, right? Yeah. And then they go right into the WNBA, don't yeah, they? Yeah. And, and, and then they're playing. And then two weeks later, they're playing for the Mercury. And, and there's News teams Herald that or I don't have. Like, called. I can yeah. buy. Like, I think it's really cool to see some of the stuff with the late Pat Summit and what she built at Tennessee. It, there's times where Gina Oriema annoys me, but it's really cool when UConn calls them our girls. Like, that's a cool thing. There's pageantry and tradition with those programs and with some of the other programs of women's college basketball. And then I don't know much about the, the Mercury, man. I I don't know. I don't know much about the New York Liberty. I don't know much. And it's hard to buy in, but like, it's, it's like if you're a player drafted, you go from usually top program, pretty close to obviously a marketable, recognizable name in the NFL. So you go from name brand to name brand. Yeah. In the end, in women's college basketball, you're going from name brand to I, I can trust that some teams are going to be there for a while, but it's like, haven't there, hasn't there been a lot of teams moving? Well, like, I'm catching up on this. Brand, Kenny, so. yes. all the best players end up, they, they used to go to Russia, China, right. Australia. They go elsewhere because they would make more money elsewhere. And right. that's so, why I think there's a great opportunity which, here. It's like, hey, you can make money here now. Let's let's means, get going. Which meant that you weren't getting the best basketball in the world. You know, that that was right. that was always the the part of it. Like you knew same thing as soccer. Co- you knew college basketball that it probably was the best product overall if you think about it. Uh you weren't really getting that in the WNBA. Yeah, I think as long as the WNBA can come at it from a stance of not going Hey, we're also NBA basketball. Here are the dunks, and then it's it's not the same, right? Present me a product yeah. that is uniquely yours, right? You can be in the same game, but it's uniquely different. That's the quirkiness of college football, right? With the stupid rules and why games take five hours, although they've 
mm-hmm. you know, shorten that time. Yeah, I think you just get more commercials Have now. they shortened the time? I don't know. Lima got it in and out between three finally, hours. Finally, finally. Every other yeah. game has been close to four. <laughs> um, but the question is, could could like a WNBA team work Man, here again? That's tough. When's the, when's the season, Ken? Because I just looked it up, and I did not know beforehand. Of the, women's basketball? Yeah. Isn't it oh, the, I, I just told you it's in the summer. Isn't it the day after the draft? When do they even play the championship, guys? They're in, I think it's right now. It starts on the 8th. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. Because I, the right I know now? they were just going through the ready. semis. We're yeah. in between. We just finished the conference finals. Yeah. yeah. See, I, 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 there's, it's, it's, but I'm, I'm so focused on the NFL. I have no clue. But I, I'm telling you that. And that's why I men, wonder truly if it could be some. Men I don't want, did yeah. watch the Final Four this year. But I like don't there, think that's. Every, every reputable rating yeah. service proves that men were watching. Yeah. Well, why were men watching all of a sudden that would never watch before? Because you gave them storylines. Yeah. Right? And you gave them something to care about. They're and good. whether you're going to root for really or good. against Angel Reese, whether you're going to root for or against, and absolutely, we can be honest, there was a tinge of racial element. That was brought into the Final Four this year. You mm-hmm. had you had the way that people talked about Angel Reese, classless, and 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 the bravado and the dancing and the trash talking. Oh, there's and also then here's innocent Caitlin the, Clark, who's it, just the best player let's over throw, here. Let's throw let's throw a little bit of sexism on there because yeah. there's people who also love Deion Sanders for all that stuff at the same yeah. time. But oh, you know, mm-hmm. a woman doing that, it's like no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. We can't be picking and choosing. Yeah, entertaining is entertaining. This is good stuff. I want to see more of this stuff. That's that's mm-hmm. the way I looked at it. That's the way you looked at it too. But could it work? Because part of me wishes they went and got on. You needed the WNBA to start when it started. So there's, so now there's something that because there are, I don't know much about the New York Liberty, but I'm sure there are fans there. I'm sure there are fans in the cities that they are in, and I might not know much because I'm not in a WNBA city. But now, okay, so there's something there. Can you grow? And could this be a place where it could work? And the reason I ask. <coughs> Is basketball, I think, is, and this goes back to Terry Pluto, basketball, I think, is a very underrated sport here. I think basketball has, with the exception of a couple of years, always done very, very well here. Uh, it's a it's a area that seems to really like going to Cavs games. They've been, when they're really good, they, they're top third in attendance, and even when they're bad, and it seems like they have no chance to be better for a while, like, they're not, like, they're lower third, but they're, like, 20th. They're not horrific when it comes to attendance. And I think that, okay, if you can make something there, then there might be a market for that. If there's people that like basketball, could there be a market for a star there? Or are there economics that are involved in this that I just don't want to see where could we support? Because women's basketball is only going to get bigger. So can we support a franchise that at some point is going to be probably very large. Well, and I ask the next question. Could you conceive of sitting like we do, watching local television, and how we would see Tristan McKenzie? He got he got some local run this year, right? Yeah. Some endorsement deals. Um, obviously, Jose yeah. Ramirez, Lindor yeah. when he was here. And I'm, I'm talking about baseball. We've seen him forever. Right. Heck, mm-hmm. the Michael Dean Perry, the MDP. Are we going to get that Great for a sandwich. WNBA Actually, player? Depending on the business, I think you get more of that than some of the baseball guys, especially because they don't um, need it. Those guys don't need it, and they yeah, can't they reach their price it. point. That's probably part of it. I do, yeah, Baker know, had a national about, campaign. Like, 
you know, uh, Francisco Lindor had a local uh, TV, had a local car company, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't see Jose, and there is some of that language barrier there with that stuff. Where I think a WNBA player makes it real easy to just, you know, go knock those out today and and get recognizable things like that. But if that. that Haley Van Lith is that her name, right? Yeah. yeah. That's I've, funny thing is I watch her workout videos. I'm not kidding. I'm starting to think about drills for baby Izzy right. at some point. I follow Caitlin Clark. <laughs> You've got a sickness. They That's do okay. this thing with Hy-Vee. It's brilliant. They they yeah. say, what is it? And she sticks her hands in the box, yeah. and she's oh, telling yeah. everybody what it yeah. is. It's, yeah. it's excellent. Um, could, you, could you see one of these women, you know, just a local star, coming on local radio, doing local TV, getting endorsement deals, and people caring? Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. I can. What I'm saying is. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think, I think especially where you I don't look think, at. I don't think lacrosse. So just, I don't think if you had a local just lacrosse looking at team, the that's difference, happening. Looking at the difference between, let's talk about the, uh, you know, the monsters, right? Can't put any of those guys on. And for a couple reasons, but one of them is they don't, this isn't the end of their no. journey for that, right? Correct. They're hoping to yeah. beat in Columbus. So what's the point? And there is a difference there where you have guys, usually the captain of the team is a guy who is, Past his prime, and he's not moving up to Columbus. They might recall him for a week stint to go, you know, fill in because they had an injury. But he's not—he's here because he's got kids and he's ready to settle down and things like that. And he might even be some of those guys coaching. The, I know one of them was a coach at Rocky River, and he was the captain of the Monsters. And this was as recently as like three years ago. But um, you can get the WNBA girls because they are—they're at the pinnacle of their sport. Right. And you can build around that and you can do your summer camps or, you know, fall camps whenever they're doing them for uh, younger girls to come do basketball camps with them and still pay that forward. And now yeah. they're doing Mr. Hero and, commercials and things like that. And Owen, you know? all, all the guys that at some point in their life was like women's basketball. Right. Guess what happens when they have daughters? Yep. And guess what happens? Yeah, I'm when looking at one right now. Thing, yeah. The best thing that ever helped help me. To not be an a-hole about women's sports, I swear to God, was working facilities at Akron and and cleaning up after the women's team there, and then working at Ashland and doing the play-by-play do play women's team. No, I would uh, I would sweep the floor. That's what I did, and then I would set up the 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 what is it? I wanted to call it field jar. I'd set mm-hmm. up the jar. Yeah. And what I mean by cleaning up, I mean I swept the floor of you know everything. You got to tack the floor. Yeah, you oh yeah. do the tack. Yeah, I know what you're yeah, I did that. And then when I did the play-by-play of the women's team, I remember. It, and it, this is me being a 21-year-old guy and not realizing like oof, the men's team so childish, so petty. Like some of the guys. Like don't get me wrong, the guys were great. I love I love the coaches. Right. Like I still yeah, know their head name. coach. Great guy. But there were guys. What'd you say? Name some names. No, I'm not Just naming. Come on. There were a give couple me initials guys of like three guys who were very petty, very jealous. Just like he was. He it was his first year. He's trying to build the program, and it's you're going to take some guys that because you got to you got to you got to try to start with a bit of a splash, taking some risks. Yeah. And so it was, and the women's team was just a joy, and I loved them so much, and it was so great. And I, it just, the level of respect that I had for, I mean, Sue Ramsey is, was an incredible basketball coach. She's retired now. And then the one assistant is now the head coach of Michigan State, Robin Fralick, who I'm 
she was successful at Ashland. She was successful at BGZ. I think she's going to be successful at Michigan State, and that's going to be hopefully fun to watch. I think it's going to work out. But uh, it that I went in with a with a better perspective because of the Akron women's team, and I came out with it, just a real sincere appreciation for it because of the Ashland women's team because they were really 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 good, and then they became even better. Uh, you know, with Coach Ramsey after I had gone, they they achieved national championships and so on and so forth. But I think that with the way that women's basketball has gone, could it be a marketable thing in this city that people will go and watch? And because we're all going to be excited at first, but what about yeah. when it sinks in and okay, it's this is the season and here it is. Will people go and watch yeah. it? Because I still think you're fighting. I still think you're fighting summertime. You are. You know, baseball has the natural be, advantage of summer. Who wants to be cooped up in an arena. Exactly. And, and in a city where we don't get a lot of time to spend outside. Right. We take advantage of yeah. every last day that we get. 45. 45 days. good days. And so do I want to spend a summer night at, you know, a re, when they if they tear down the convocation center and build something else new there, which I asked you about, and it's kind of like eh, the movers and the shakers. We'll discuss that in a second. Do I want to go indoors on a summer night, on a Saturday night, and watch women's basketball in the regular season? Well, if I'm a big basketball fan, yes, but will that bring in the general fan? But maybe they play, like the Cavs play on a Thursday and they play on a Friday in the middle of January, or they play on a Tuesday. The Cavs play on a Wednesday. I mean, they do. They play hockey games where they play a hockey game and then a basketball game that night. Could the could the could the could, could the, excuse me the Browns split the doors that way? Yeah, could the like Cavs that. and 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 the Cleveland Rockers play on the same night? Could they do that? That type of thing. I, then you'd want to put them probably in the same arena. What are they going to do with the Convocation Center? By the way, I thought they, I thought it was understood that it was going to get knocked down. What were they gonna? Are they gonna have CSU just play at the Fieldhouse? Yeah. Uh, no. No. I thought that they were gonna split time over at the Q or the Rocket Mortgage. That's yeah. what I just said. Are they oh, gonna play at the Fieldhouse? I'm sorry. Fieldhouse. When I think Fieldhouse, I think of practice facilities in college. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. When they went with that, that, that bubble dome thing they have over there. That's what I thought on, you were talking about. On Chester. Because I remember Hiram basketball camp. They had the Fieldhouse in the back, and that was where we got our work in. And that's a. Oh yeah. That's what they called it. That's where. But what would they do with the con- with the land that the convocation center's on? Just build. They need they housing. Need, they need housing. They need the, housing. The These, university needs housing. I mean, my God, down at Ohio University, they like doubled their housing. They can't they can't find housing enough, so they keep trying to build it and take over land, which we don't have here. We don't have land, so that's unfortunately what they would have to do. Meanwhile, they tore down my old dorm to build the football stadium in Akron. That's right. I I'll tell you what, man. I look out. When I go up to that press box in Akron and I look out and I'm like, this place is beautiful. What a beautiful when view that is. When did Akron get beautiful? For, from especially where you're oh, setting that been high. I was in on the ground floor. <laughs> when you're setting that high up, it's on the seventh floor. You're setting that yeah. high up yeah. looking out. That backdrop is amazing. Dude, you should have seen. By the way, when you take the elevator, yeah. when you get to like the second floor, okay. be like, Kenny was knocking boots right here in this spot. Come anyway, on. I'll be um, there in two days. Bill, I'll right there, brother. So, um, need better bar scene there. Do, it used to be a great bar scene. Really? What's changed? I haven't been. I haven't been on that street it's in a like long time. Three spots on across exchange? the street. Oh, and everybody no. goes okay. down to the valley. Is Pint still down there? I don't know what the names are. I don't know. There was Pint. I park over there every once in a while. There was Thursdays. There was Manny's. Manny's just went across the street. What was the place down at the end at the corner? Manny's is there, right? 
But Manny, Manny's no, moved across the street. Oh, okay. And okay. then they got Pints. They had a B-dubs there. And then there was this one down at the corner right by the highway. And that was pretty cool. And then there was... Um, There's a oh, speedway shoot. there now. The Speedway's always been there. That's Oh, there, the, it wasn't a bar, but you'd go to the odd corner. The odd corner was great, man. You go in the odd, it, You had to go into the odd corner once every so often. When you were there, though, Akron was mostly commuter school, right? No. It wasn't? No. That's Jeff, that's Jeff Thomas's era. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the Jeff Thomas era. That's when it was like, because when I moved there, they had already made, because before it was all streets through campus. Like there were stoplights and all that stuff. Okay. And you could just drive right through campus. They closed all that. Yeah. And that was already redeveloped and finished and everything by the time I moved. Like I, th- there was years after it was all done by the time I got there. So th- we're talking about mid 90s, late mm-hmm. 90s. And I got there in the fall of 04. And, uh, yeah, man. I mean, Akron was a good time. Akron enrollment right now is at 15,000 undergrad, 10,000, 10,100. I wish one day on the podcast I could tell the Empress Mart stories. I've told you that about my college girlfriend and the Empress Mart stories, the the like the bodega slash mm-hmm. uh, convenience store. I love convenience stores, by the way. Uh, the convenience store down the road. I've told you that off air. I don't think I could ever tell it on air. It's a great story. It is a great story. You'll think differently of me. It's a great story. I would never think. How could I think differently of you? Now, I know most of your secrets. You know most of mine. Is there anything that either of us... I do like that you've kept the onion still completely not peeled away for me in your in your backstory. I think it still brings in some... Uh, you got to do it over time. Some mystery. Yeah, Lyman made me earn it. He did not tell me his whole life story at the very beginning. He made me earn it. It was a lot of watching, you know, Minnesota Twins baseball growing up. Can we do a watch party? I, want, I think people would want to see me and you watching the Minnesota Twins in the playoffs, fighting for their playoff lives. I swear to God, if you do a Minnesota Twins watch party, yeah, hey. I will show up that, at that place and drag you With out. With a baseball by your bat. Feet. Can we do a Minnesota Twins minute? That, you took it right off my head. That's what I thought we needed to do. We're brought to you by Extend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 